Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Good morning, church. Good morning. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for having me this morning. And um, I want to appreciate uh, Pastor in absentia and um, all the church leadership and members for the opportunity to share the word of life today. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a great time in the calendar of God for every one of us as believers, as children of God. And I believe that um, the Lord himself who has poured himself onto us has some things in mind that he wants to accomplish through our individual lives and also through us as the body of Christ. We are now in the end time we are now at the time where the kingdom of God needs to expand, keep expanding, when we need to go out and reach the people of the world with the gospel of light. And because it is the only the gospel of Jesus that can liberate, that can set people free, it is only the gospel of Christ that can give direction unto the people. It is only the gospel of Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. So this morning, we want to share together, okay, overcomers in Christ. And I want to begin by letting us know that is who we are as children of God. That is who we are. We are overcomers in Christ. That's who the Lord has made us. That's the way that God has made us when we were born again. Overcomers in Christ. There's no child of God that the Lord has given birth to who is a victim. There's no one at all. Every child of God is an overcomer, is born an overcomer. Not that we are going to overcome, we are already overcome. In First John chapter 5, we are going to begin our reading from there. First John chapter 5. And if we read verses four and five, the Bible says, for whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the son of God the Bible says, whatever is born of God overcomes the world. That means it's not even limited to human beings. Ideas that come from you that proceed from God, that idea is supposed to overcome. That idea that God has given unto you, that vision that God has given unto you, 
as long as it comes from God. The Bible says that vision, that idea has overcome the world. That is the bottom line. That is who we are. That is what we are. That is what the Lord has made us or how the Lord has made us. We are overcomer. Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. So we are born overcomers. If you are born again, the Lord gives back to you as an overcomer. Hallelujah. That moment you are born again, you are born an overcomer. You are already an overcomer through Jesus Christ. In chapter 4 of the same book, 1 John chapter 4, and verse 4 says, You are of God, little children, and you have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. You are of God. How do you see yourself? You belong to God. You are a child of God because you are born of God. You proceed from God. You emanate from God. And the Bible says, therefore, you have overcome them. If you read the earlier verses, it's talking about the spirit of Antichrist. He said, but you have overcome them because you are born of God. You have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. That's who you are. That's who I am as a child of God. And that's the kind of mentality that the Lord will want us to have. That we are overcomers. That we have overcome the world. That he who is in us is greater than he who is in the world. God doesn't give back to victims of situations and circumstances. He doesn't give back to victims, the people that are defeated, the things that are defeated, and they are just bowed down to situations and circumstances. God doesn't give back to victims that will just be at the mercy of the situations and circumstances. He gives back to overcomers. And that is who you are, that's who I am. He gives birth to overcomers. That's why he says, whatever is born of God overcomes the world. Whatever is born of God. And in Romans chapter 8, verse 37, he talks about who we are also as overcomers. He talks about so many things in the preceding verses before that time. But in verse 37, he says, but in all these things, we are more than conquerors through Christ who loved us. We are more. We are not just conquering now or just about to conquer. The Bible says we are more than conquerors. We are more than that. 
That means we have overcome, we have conquered, we have conquered, we have conquered, we have conquered in every area as children of God. And the Lord is now declaring us that we are more than conquerors through Christ who loved us. Hallelujah. We are more than conquerors. So we are born overcomers. The reason we are overcomers is because when you look at the natural, our environment, when you look at the animals, they give birth according to their kinds. A lion, we give birth to a lion. A goat, we give birth to a goat. Human being, we give birth to human beings. When God gives birth, he gives birth to person like himself. God himself, Jesus, is an overcomer. And therefore, when we were given birth to, when we were born again, when he begot us, he begot us as overcomers, more than conquerors. Because Jesus is an overcomer. God is an overcomer. So if you are born again, you are already an overcomer. If you are born of God, you are born an overcomer. In Revelation chapter 3. In Revelation chapter 3. And if we read verse 21. Verse 21 says, To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne, as I also overcame and sat with my father on his throne. Can we see that? As I also overcame and sat with my father on his throne. Jesus is an overcomer. Therefore, when we receive Jesus, when we are born again, we are born again as overcomers. Hallelujah. But what happens when we say we, we are overcomers? What have we overcome? What have we overcome? We are not talking about we overcoming human beings. We are not talking about ruling over other human beings, over other men or women. No. If we go back to the first passage we read in 1 John chapter 5, where the Bible says, for whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Number one, we are overcomers over the world. We have overcome the world. This world that we live, that so many things are happening, so many things are staring at us, so many situations and circumstances are coming against our lives. Yet in all these things, 
The Bible says we are more than conquerors. In all these things, we have overcome. In all these things, we are overcomers. We have overcome the world. By our faith in Christ Jesus, we have overcome the world. Irrespective of the challenges you are having in the world today, irrespective of what is facing you or coming against you, you have overcome them. If you can have that mentality, it will help you as a child of God to live over, to leap over every situation and circumstances. It will help you to confront every challenge that comes against you with a victory mentality, with an overcomer's mentality, with a mentality that I am an overcomer. So I am overcoming this also. I am coming out of this and coming out victoriously. We have overcome the world. In John chapter 16 and verse 33, Jesus told us there when he was speaking to the early disciples, first disciples, as he's speaking to you and me today. He has told them about so many things that will happen to him, you see, as he was preparing to go to the cross. He was preparing them. And so, so many other things that will befall them after he, he, will, he went, he will go to heaven. And in verse 33 of John 16, Jesus told them, he said, these things are spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, have overcome the world. Be of good cheer, have overcome the world. He said, I've told you all these things, not to make you sorrow, not to make you afraid, but to let you know that in me, you have peace. When you are in me, you have peace. But in the world where you live, presently is tribulations, is trials. But even though there are trials, there are tribulations in the world, that's one thing you must know that have overcome the world that has overcome the world. That is the basis of our victory. That is the basis of our, of us being overcomers because Jesus has overcome the world for us through redemption. Anyway, we, we mentioned that uh, in a few minutes. So. Number one that we have, we have mentioned is that we've overcome the world. Number two, we have overcome the flesh. We have overcome the flesh. In Galatians chapter five, and we are going to read verse 24. Galatians chapter five, and we are going to read 
verse 24. The Bible says, and those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Those who are Christ, who belong to Christ. Remember, 1 John 4, 4, we read, you are of God, that you belong to God, I belong to God. And here the Bible says, and those who are Christ, who belong to Christ, who are born again, who are children of God, who are believers in Christ. The Bible says, I've crucified the flesh. When you crucify something, that means you have put that thing to death. Isn't it? You have put that thing to death. Death is already dead. It says we have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires, with its voices telling us things that are contrary to who we are, to go and do them, telling us to go and sin, telling us to tempting us, deceiving us here and there. The Bible says we have crucified that. That means we have overcome the flesh. And if we have overcome the flesh, the flesh should not be ruling us. Hallelujah. If we are, since we have overcome the flesh, the flesh should not be dictating how we are going to live our lives. Just, the, just as the world should not be dictating to us how we should live our lives. It is the word of God that should dictate how to live our lives because we have crucified the flesh. We have overcome the flesh already. All that the flesh is doing now, the devil is walking through the flesh to deceive us with some desires that are wrong, some temptations, some this and that, so as to take us away from who we are to lure us into sins. And that's not who we are. We are overcomers. We have crucified the flesh. In Romans chapter 6, Romans chapter 6, I want to read a few verses there. I want to read from verse 9, Romans chapter 6, 9 to 14. It said, knowing that Christ having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. Look at verse 11. Likewise, you also, Reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. 
reckon yourself, consider yourself that you are dead to sin. Galatians says, we have crucified the flesh and the passions and the desires of the flesh. Here it says, count yourself, reckon yourself, consider yourselves to be dead indeed to sin. You are dead indeed to sin. I am dead indeed to sin, but we are alive unto God. That means we have overcome sin already. We are now alive to God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Verse 12, therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its lust. Because you have overcome your flesh, you have crucified it. You are now dead to sin. He said, don't let sin rule in your mortal body, reign in your mortal body. Because you are overcomers, you have, you have already had victory. You have victory over it. You have overcome the flesh and its passions and its desires. Verse 13, and do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. The last verse, verse 14, for sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are, on, you are not under law, but under grace. Can you see the reason why he says sin should not have dominion over you and me is because we are not under law. We have crucified the flesh and the desires and the passions of the flesh that is leading us to sin. We are now under grace and grace empowers. Hallelujah. Grace and power. That's number two. We have overcome the flesh. Number three, that we have overcome as children of God is the devil himself and his kingdom. We have overcome the devil. And that verse in 1 John 4, 4 told us plainly, he said, you are of God, little children, and you have overcome them. Those are the spirits of Antichrist. Because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Say there is a greater one in me. Say to yourself, there is a greater one in me. And the one in me is greater than the one in the world. Hallelujah. We have Amen. overcome the devil. And we know, but we mustn't forget that we become overcomers because of what Jesus Christ did for us at redemption. It's not because of what we did. It's not because of what we didn't do. It is because of what Christ did on that cross. It's what Jesus Christ did when he went to the cross and died, was crucified died 
and was buried. And the third day, God raised him from the dead. That's what make us overcomers. That's what make us victorious as children of God. That is the source of our victory that overcomes the world. That is what makes us overcomers because of the work of redemption. Because of what he did. We have already read in John 16, verse 33, when Jesus Christ says that in me, I, tell, I told you all this, that in me, you may have peace or you have peace, but in the world, you have tribulation. He said, but be of good cheer, cheer up, because I've overcome the world. He, overcome, he overcame the world and gives us victory over the world. That's how we overcome the world too. That's why he says whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Even our faith is because of redemption. That is what makes us overcomers. That's what makes us victorious because Jesus, he paid that price on the cross. Hallelujah. In Revelation chapter 12 and verse 11, I know we often quote this passage, and the Bible says that they overcame him. They overcame him, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives. To the death, they overcame him. You will see that it is by the blood of Jesus that victory comes. It is by the blood of Jesus that our, the power, the, the who we are, overcomers, come from is because of redemption. Don't ever forget that. Don't ever take your minds away from that, that it is not by power, it is not by might, it is by my spirit, says the Lord. That is not about what I've done or what I've not done. It is about what Jesus Christ did on that cross. When he went to that cross and gave up his life for the sins of the whole world and died and was buried, and the third day God raised him from the dead with power. That's, that's the source of our victory. That's the source of us being overcomers. It is through what he has done. It's because of redemption. It's because Hebrews chapter two, it's because of redemption. That's why we are victorious. That's why, why we are overcomers. It's because of what Jesus Christ did. Hebrews chapter two. And let's read verses 14 and 15. Hebrews chapter two. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Verse 14, he says, in as much then as the children have partaken 
of flesh and blood, he himself, that, that means Jesus, likewise shared in the same, that through de death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil. <laughs> Hallelujah. Through death that Jesus died on the cross, through that, he had destroyed him who had, that's past tense, who had the power of death, that is the devil. That means through the death of Jesus on the cross, he destroyed the devil who had the power of death. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why we have victory over the devil. That's why we have overcome the devil. That's why we can square up our shoulders. We can raise up our shoulders and say, devil, no way. And say, devil, no, 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 you can't take this. No, devil, this place is a no-go area for you. Why? Because Jesus destroyed him, the devil who had the power of death. And he destroyed him and gave us victory over the devil. In verse 15, he said, after he destroyed him, who had the power of death, that is the devil, and released or delivered those who through the fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Thank you, Jesus. All who, who through their lifetime were subject to fear of death. He released them. So Jesus, through the work of redemption, overcame the devil for us. He destroyed him, and he has given us victory. As a result of that, we now have victory over the devil. We have overcome the devil also. I just mentioned three areas or three things that we have, we have victory over, we have overcome. Number one, the world. Number two, the flesh. And number three, the devil. And I said that all this one, we have this victory and we become overcomers because of redemption. Hallelujah. Because of redemption. And I want you to know as overcomers, nothing overcomes an overcomer. No situation, no circumstances overcomes an overcomer. If, the, if you know that you are an overcomer, that I am born an overcomer, that I am born again an overcomer, it should be in your mind always that nothing will overcome me because greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. Because Jesus has given me victory. He's conquered the world, the flesh, and the devil for me. Therefore, the world will not overcome me. The things in the world will never overcome me. My flesh will not overcome me. The devil and all his cohorts will not overcome me because I am born an overcomer. Hallelujah. Because that's who I am. That should be our mentality. That should be what should be controlling us. 
that this is who I am in Christ in this area. Nothing overcomes an overcomer. <laughs> no situation, no circumstance. Sometimes when situations come, it may look tough. But the moment you know that I'm an overcomer, this one, I'm coming out victoriously. And I'm subdued this situation under me because I am born an overcomer when I got born again. Because he who is in me is greater than he who is in the world. Nothing, nothing, nothing rules over an overcomer. Nothing. 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 This should be our mentality. This should be what should control us. This situation, you will not rule over me. This is a wrong situation. This is a contrary situation. You will not rule over me because I am an overcomer. I am born of God. I will rule over you day by day. That's who God has made you. And that's who God has made me. Hallelujah. But we must know since we have established that our victory comes from redemption, comes from the work that Jesus Christ did for us when he went to the cross, died, buried, and was raised up from the dead. We must know it is our, it is faith. Or faith is the victory that overcomes the world. That's where we began from. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. It is faith that overcomes the world. It is your faith in Jesus. It is your faith in the work of redemption that overcomes the world. It is you putting your trust in what Jesus Christ has done. That's how you keep maintaining your victory. You keep maintaining you being an overcomer. It is our faith. Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Even our faith, not faith in yourself. It's faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. It's faith in the work, in the works of redemption. It's faith in the, in, in the word of God. It's faith in the ability of God in you. It's faith in the greater one who lives in you that overcomes the world. It is our faith, your faith in Jesus and his, and his word is the victory that overcomes the world. Colossians 2.6. Colossians 2.6. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Colossians 2.6. I want to read that also in a um, in New Living Translation. I will first of all read it in New King James that I'm using, but I will also read it in New Living Translation, Colossians 2.6. It says in New King James, it says, as you therefore have received Christ, Christ Jesus, the Lord, 
so walk in him. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk you in him, walk in him. That's the way you continue to live. Let me read it in New Living before I say one or two things. In verse six of Colossians chapter two, New Living Translation, it said, and now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. I read it again, and now, not in the future, now, when tomorrow comes, it's still now, next year, it's still now, now, and now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. How did you accept Jesus as your Lord? It's through faith. You just put faith in what Jesus has done for you. Simple faith. You just trust in the work of redemption. When it says, when you heard that he died for your sins, and yet, and yes, he wants to take, he has taken away your sins and he wants to, he wants you to believe in him. You just believe, simple faith. There wasn't any struggle. You just believe. The same thing, that's the way we walk in the victory that we have. That's the way we walk as overcomers and we continue to overcome because we are overcomers. Our faith, just the way by faith, the way we receive him by faith, we just follow him. When you follow, you believe in the one who is leading you, isn't it? <laughs> it's because you believe in the one who is leading you. You see, that when we sing that song, follow, follow, how we follow Jesus anywhere, everywhere, how we follow him. Follow, follow, how we follow Jesus anywhere he leads me, how we follow him. That's it. You just believe in him, believe his word, and follow him. And as a result, you begin to live who we are, the overcomers we are. We begin to live day by day like that. You receive him by faith, simply trusting what he has done through redemption. The Bible says you must continue to follow him that way. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Amen. I'm looking at the time now. <laughs> All right. Let's just wrap up with um, this one because of our time. I want to see, I want to zero it in. When the Bible says, for whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. We have overcome the world, and we are overcoming the world day by day. We are overcoming situations and circumstances that are coming against us day by day. We are overcoming the oppositions from the pit of hell that are coming against us every day. When he talks about the world, 
What does he mean? Let's look at John 14, verse 30, please. John 14, verse 30. When he talks about the world, I read quickly. Jesus says, I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming, and he has nothing in me. The ruler of this world, when he says we have overcome the world by our faith in Christ Jesus, that means we have overcome the ruler of this world. The one who is causing so much trouble in the world. The Bible says we have overcome him. The ruler, and that ruler of the world is the devil. Hallelujah. You have already overcome him. And I've already overcome him. It is very important for us to know that when the Bible says we have overcome the world, it talks about the ruler of this world. There are some other passages that talk about that. Okay, let's read one more. Second Corinthians chapter 4. I want to read verses 3 and 4. Second Corinthians chapter 4. Verses 3 and 4. It says, But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age or of this world has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ who is the image of God to shine on them. It talks about the God of this age or the God of this world. So when he says we have overcome the world, that means we have overcome the God of this world. That's small, small G, not capital G, you see it in your Bible. That small G talks also of the rulers, ruler of this world, who is the devil. We have overcome them. And you know, is the one behind all the troubles in the world. Is the one who is causing the pains, the aches that you are passing through or anybody is passing through that come against us from time to time. It's behind it. The Bible says we have overcome that because we have overcome the world. It's behind sicknesses and diseases. Is behind oppressions of all kinds. Is behind unpleasant situations and circumstances. And the Bible says we have overcome that because we are born of God. By our faith in Christ, we have overcome that. We have overcome that. You see, and Jesus, our God, has equipped us to continue to live in that, main, in that victory as we live in this world. He has equipped us. He has equipped us. That's why in Luke chapter 10, verse 19, because of our time, okay, even verse 18 when you read it, but verse 19, Jesus Christ says, Behold, I give you power and authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by enemies hurt you. 
is for us to continue to live in that victory that we have as overcomers over the devil, over the world, over the flesh. That's why he equipped us with that. We, we don't have time to explain that, you see. And some other passages, that's why he did that for us. So we must know that we are born overcomers, that any situation and circumstances that come against us, already we have overcome and we must insist until we have victory over that. Maybe when you, after church, because of our time, you may look at uh, one example in Luke chapter eight. It's a passage that we, all, we are all familiar with. Luke chapter eight, verse 22 to 25. You see, when the children, when the disciples and Jesus, they were going to the other side, they were in the boat and Jesus Christ told them, he said, let's go to the other side. Let's go to the other side. And the Bible says he went to sleep in the boat. And they were going, and they were going. As they were going on the sea, the Bible says a wind storm came down on the lake. And they were filling with water, and they were in jeopardy. That's like circumstances and situations that come against us in this world. They were in jeopardy. They were in danger. You see, and they were terrified. They were terrified. And they went to wake Jesus. He said, Master, Master, we are perishing. You see, in another place, in Matthew, he said, don't you care that we are perishing? You see, and what happened? The Bible said Jesus Christ, he arose. He rebuked the wind and the raging of the water. And they ceased and there was calm. That's like situations and circumstances that befall us. That's like th things that come against us in the world. All we need to do to know who we are as overcomers as victors in Christ and rise up and use the authority that God has given unto us to overcome that. Look at what Jesus Christ told them in verse 25. But he said to them, where is your faith? <laughs> because faith is the one that overcomes the world. It's the victory that overcomes the world. Where is your faith? Your faith in Christ, your faith in the work of redemption, you will overcome every situation and circumstances because that's who you are anyway, overcomers. Let's know that we are born overcomers because we are born of God. That is the victory that overcomes the world. Sorry, it is the faith that, that is the victory that overcomes the world. Don't let us live our lives as victims of situations and circumstances. Let's live as victors over situations and circumstances because that's who we are. 
Let's have the mentality of overcomers in Christ, that the day we come to know Jesus, we are born of God as overcomers. And let's live that way. And I pray that as we go this week, as we go into a new month very soon and a new year very soon, we continue to live as overcomers in the name of Jesus. We continue to live as victors in the name of Jesus. No situation and circumstance will overcome any of us in the name of Jesus. Every situation and circumstance will bow before us in the name of Jesus. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your word that you have sent unto us today. Thank you, Lord, for making us overcomers. Yes, it is our faith that the victory that overcomes the world, the flesh, and the devil. Therefore, today, I pray for every one of us that no situation and circumstance will ever overcome us in the name of Jesus. That we rise up, lay hold on our upon our faith in Christ, believing in what you have done for us, believing in who we are in Christ. We lay hold on that, Lord, to overcome every challenge that may be coming against us in the name of Jesus. Amen. And I decree and I pray today in the name of Jesus, is there anyone here that is, oh God, being confronted by one situation or the other that is fighting with, struggling with? Now I pray that let the mentality of an overcomer, let the mentality of a victor of who you are in Christ rise up in you and begin to live in victory over that situation and over that challenge in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, dear Father. Thank we you. love you, Daddy. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Thank you for first loving us. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen.